Welcome back to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. This is episode 45. And we just wanted to start off by saying thank you everyone for congratulating us on our one year anniversary. Thank you guys for visiting the site. It's still available if you guys want to purchase hats. Um, go ahead and visit somebody'smamapodcast.com and you can purchase your hats there. So make sure you guys go ahead and support us by purchasing your Somebody's Mama hat. Um, you can take a look at the hat if you haven't seen it already um, on our Instagram. <clears throat> on our Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. And make sure you guys follow us before you leave, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, so let's jump into our weekends. Nicole, how was your weekend? Okay, so my weekend started off kind of rough. Saturday, mo- Saturday morning, my husband and I both woke up with like the worst migraines. Oh, man. And we had a birthday party that we had to be at that afternoon. It was like a little kid's birthday party. And so my kids have been talking about this birthday party for weeks on weeks on weeks. So as soon as I wake up, I get some venison, I get an ice pack. I'm like, I got to get better. Mm-hmm. I get better. My husband is still like in shambles and I leave him at home with Araya. Mm-hmm. And it was super hot outside. So I was like, Araya can't go outside to this birthday party. Yeah. And then I took the kids to the birthday party. They had a lot of fun. It was super hot. But um, my daughter has a lot of uh, friends in her class that she connects with. So mm-hmm. it was nice to finally like be able to talk to the parents and, you know, just talk about the different things that happen in the class. And it's funny when you get a chance to actually talk to the parents um, of the class that your child's in, because then you start to find out like, oh yeah, you noticed this too, or, you know, yeah, that child, this or that, or this or that. (laughs) So we had a really good time. And then Sunday we woke up and because Saturday was so rough we were like you know what let's go brunch let's go shopping so Saturday we got up and we went to brunch with the kids and you know when you go to places with kids you want to make sure that they're calm and they're in a good headspace you know right on the way to brunch my husband's like hyping up the kids and I'm like babe you gotta calm them down like (laughs) this is not like we don't want you know pump them up but he's like yeah they're having all this loud conversation in the car Uh this is is not what I'm like okay 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 girl we get to brunch (laughs) one of my kids and knock their water over uh Araya picked up a plate and dropped it on the floor okay (laughs) and when she dropped the plate on the floor the whole restaurant goes oh everyone's cheering and clapping And we were startled because I'm like, oh my gosh, you dropped a plate. But then the whole restaurant just starts like chanting and like oh my celebrating. God. That's hilarious. I was like, where are we right now? Yeah, what restaurant you guys go to? It was just El Torito, girl. Okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was one of our uh, our little favorite ones that we go to. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, everyone's different. And um yeah but I couldn't believe the restaurant just exploded like oh fun cheering and clapping. five six mimosas in <laughs> okay exactly that's why 
<laughs> exactly. And then after that, we went and did a little bit of shopping, like um, buying the kids new shoes and clothes. And we stopped at Ross and like, I feel like I didn't know that Ross had some cute kids clothes. Yes, girl. I thought I was getting a deal at Target. Especially for little girls. They have some really cute stuff for girls. Boys is hit or miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought I was getting a deal at Target. No, girl. We're not. No, girl. Mm-mm. Marshall's too. Marshall's is even better than Ross because they have like better quality to me sometimes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and they'll have the double outfits for like $16.99 and getting two outfits. See. Yeah. I need to i'm gonna check out marshall's then but uh ross did good it was funny because i was like babe i want to stop at that ross because this uh youtuber that i watch mm-hmm. i noticed she went and did her she did a ross haul first of all hilarious that she did a ross haul but mm-hmm. the second she goes to the um she goes to the same ross that i go to oh, okay and so i just was like cracking up like this is where she bought all her clothes at. <laughs> She's, uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but Jenny69. Okay. She's she's like a Hispanic YouTuber. Okay. But yeah, but yeah that's how my weekend went. I know, I know a little bit about your weekend. <laughs> yes. How'd your well, weekend go? My weekend was great. Um, so my husband and I, our birthdays are two weeks apart. So we celebrated my husband's birthday on Saturday. So I was like prepping the last two weeks, honestly, because we decided to do this party last minute because we were trying to figure out like brunches to go to, day parties, like things like that. And I was just like, if we're going to spend <clears throat> all this money to go to um Cause he's like, if we go to such and such, like, I don't want people having to pay and like all that, like I would just cover it. So when I was pricing everything, I was like, we could do a whole party for this. Like, you know? And so, um, he was like, okay, I'm down for that. So that's when I started planning and I still had some projects in my house that I wanted to complete because it was going to be a lot of people's first time coming to our house because we literally moved in our house like a couple weeks before the pandemic started so nobody really had got a chance to see our house really so um I was working on those projects the last two weeks and then so I was like exhausted but Friday I was just finishing up party prep you know getting everything done ordering make sure everything was like all the food and the cake and like paying the vendors and like all this stuff And then Saturday, it was pretty easy to set up because I had taken a day to do it, you know, do something every day during the week. So I wouldn't be overwhelmed. So that's a little tidbit. If you are planning a party, like just spread it out. Like don't overwhelm yourself, just spread it out. And so that really helped um, alleviate some of the pressure. So like Friday, we just set up the tables and like prepped everything. So it's Friday morning. I was just picking up, the, I mean, Saturday morning, I just picked up cake, picked up balloons, picked up ice, and that was it. And so the party was great. Um, all my husband's good friends were there. Um, literally, it was only a couple people that couldn't make it because COVID is still real. And it was a couple outbreaks in um, people's workplaces. Yeah. So I had sent a, a message out like, listen, 
if you've been around anybody, you've been out of the country. So we had a lot of our guests test before they came oh, wow. um, so that everybody could be comfortable. So it was really nice. It was the hottest day of the year, though. Why? Lord, <laughs> yeah, it was so hot. It was, it so, was hot. so freaking hot. I was like, why is it so hot today? And usually our backyard, we get really good shade. It was so hot. It didn't even matter. So we set up like a tent. And all the guys were under the tent. They didn't care. Like they was out there big chilling. The ladies was in the house. <laughs> all the ladies were like at the kitchen table, like we are in the air conditioning. So it was just nice. like our house, like was full of laughter. Like everywhere you turn, there was people just having a good time. The food was great. Um, my friend, she has like a bartending slash like drink creation business. Yeah. Um, so she provided the, um, the cocktails for the day. She like curated special cocktails for the day. They were really good. Um, so you know, yeah. I, I regret not texting you like, Hey, um, put one of the, um, the drinks to the side. <laughs> I know. Right. And I, it's crazy because I have some in the refrigerator still too. Cause she like made the rest like in these big jugs, but yeah, we're going to have to have something again soon. Cause everybody was like, Oh my gosh these drinks are so amazing. So it was a really good time. My husband was so happy, so full because, you know, the last couple of years, he hasn't really been able to have a party like with everybody um, around. So he hasn't had all of his friends in one space in like three years. Oh, wow. So it was just really special. And I was so happy to be able to do that for him. And Sunday, we rested (laughs) we literally stayed in bed like we only got up to like feed the kids and like they were big chilling Kendon loves like usually on Saturdays he hangs out in the bed with us for like an hour or two in the morning um so he was happy he was in heaven he was like mom can you bring me some snacks he came in for popcorn (laughs) we watched movies like we literally just hung out all day to like three o'clock and then we was like oh they got school tomorrow like we still got to prep for tomorrow but we basically rested the entire day and that was so nice like I haven't sat in my room like in my bed in the daytime and looked out the window forever like I love like my window and like I used to when we first moved there here and Bryson was a baby I would always sit and look out that window and yeah. so I was just like, wow, I need to do this more often. So, <laughs> okay. That's like literally one of my favorite things to do is just sit in my bed and look out the window. And even at nighttime too, just yeah. sit and look out the window and see the sky. Or we have a, um airplane thing right above our house. So it's just like watching it. And yeah, so nice. But yeah, so we're going to move on to hot topics um there's been a lot of things going on in the media some things we missed out on talking about um since we were on break but excuse me we just wanted to touch on a a few topics uh we're going to start off with something light because um it's been a lot of heavy stuff going on in the media but we're going to start with something light you guys if you've been listening to the podcast you know that we keep up with kimmy k okay (laughs) (laughs) kim kardashian i know it's a lot of controversy around her people are like oh i can't stand her 
the Kardashians to me is like a show is where it's like cringe, but I cannot stop watching it. Like it's a lot of things happen on there that I'm just like, what is wrong with these people? But at the same time, I'm so gravitated towards it. So in watching the show, Kim was uh, mentioning how since her and Kanye have gotten a divorce or, you know, they're no longer together, she has been struggling with her identity um, and just like, you know, who she is as Kim today, because he's kind of like molded her into his Barbie and like, he, you know, he changed the way she dressed, her hair, her makeup, like he, the, the aesthetic, the Kim Kardashian that we know today, he basically like, created (laughs) right and and she allowed him to do so because she really she what did she say she said that was the last piece that they were still connected by um, which was like fashion or her style and he's he's so shady he was just like um I guess the first appearance that she did after they broke up he said that her outfit she looked like Marge Simpson (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I can't stop. Like, I can't unsee it. And so she was kind of like insecure about it. Like, you know, can I even do this? Like, can I, you know, can I even dress without him? And it's so crazy because we don't, we look at her as like, well, a lot of people look at her as like a style icon or a trendsetter or, you know, things like that. And you would never think that all of her confidence in that is through him. Right. So it's just really interesting to hear her um, talk about it. I kind of commend her for being honest about it because, you know, she could have just been like, whatever, like I was, cause she was a stylist. It's so interesting for her to say, like, she's never really been into to, to fashion. And I'm like, what girl, what you a stylist? But I guess she was, yeah, you was cleaning out closets, throwing away parents and stuff. And you didn't know what was what. <laughs> Apparently that was fake because she says she's never really known much about style see this is the hard part the fashion community did not want didn't really want to bring kim into the fashion world kanye literally forced kim and the powers that be down the fashion industry's throat to allow her to be a part of it and he is in that level of creativity he literally, like you said, molded her. And now the, I feel like the fashion um, community accepted her yeah. and said, okay, we're going to put you on this pedestal. Okay, you do create trends. You do, you know, bring trends and you do um, affect the process of a trend making it or not, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, when I saw her say like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's all Kanye. I have no, like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I understand that like anytime you go through a divorce, there's going to be certain parts where you have to remake yourself or redo this and that. But mm-hmm. like, even for me, as I, I love fashion and as I go through life, my style changes and I adapt and I recreate. But right. to think that you are the head of the trends mm-hmm. and you're like, can't quite... Like even at my roughest times of trying to um, to change into the next level of my life or this and that, I'm still like creative and open-minded and like, okay, right. like I'm gonna try this or look at this or inspo from this or that. And 
to think that she really was that, you know, it's kind of like a slap in the face to like, I feel like the fashion community because we said, okay, we accept you. We put you on the, we put you on the, <laughs> we put you on the, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're this. And then for you to really realize, oh, like you were just the bottle can. You weren't the ingredients. You were. Right. Anyway, it was kind of like slapping the face like, dang. But I just, I just think it's like interesting because she really, you know, I think it's good. Of course, he was her husband and she really has respected his opinion. But it's just scary to think that like, I mean, it's just close, but yeah, it's also Kim Kardashian. So her identity is partially a part of what she wears. Like that is the persona that was created around her was around her clothing and like even the slick back bun and like the, you know, the ponytails and the way she wears her makeup and like all that was created by him. Yeah. Even the little sunglasses. Like I remember when she first started wearing the little sunglasses and I was like, Oh no, I really don't like this style, but literally it's transformed. And now everybody does the little sunglasses and now it's becoming the color sunglasses, but she, I wish, I don't know. She, but she'll figure it out yeah I wish she wouldn't have depended so much on him because to me it looked like her life was so busy that he literally picked out her outfits and then she put it on and you have to think about it like people like Zendaya she's worked with her stylist her whole life Mm -hmm. and if he were to just leave and she didn't have him anymore I would understand because it's understood that she is um dressed by him he comes up with all of it. She doesn't really have that much input. But for Kim, it was just, it's kind of like they faked the funk a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think what makes it harder too, I know we're kind of, I don't mean to go this far into this, you guys. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, Skims. Skims is also basically a brand that basically Kanye has done because it's all monochromatic. It's all like... Yeah, and I think she's... I think her admitting to that is good, but I just think yeah. that it's just important to note that you can't put your identity in someone else. Like you can't yeah. put your whole identity in the hands of another person. And right. apparently all of it was snatched away because she's like her whole styling team must have left with him. His her his styling people must have been her styling people. I don't know. Yeah. But just all we say all that to say, like, you know, when you go through a divorce, it's a lot that is taken away from from you. But the fact that her identity is snatched as well is important to note that you shouldn't really give anybody that much power over you, your husband or not. But especially if something for her, I know for for the normal person, like clothing is like, okay, girl, just find you another stylist. But for her, where her whole identity is surrounded around what she wears yeah. and how she presents herself, it's a huge piece of who she is. And right. so for her to put all of that in his hands is like kind of scary. So yeah. it's like, you have to be able to maintain who you are, regardless of who is in and out of your life. So yeah. I think that's a lesson that she's learning now. And um, it's just interesting to watch 
Um, and she pulled it together. Sky gave her a little pep talk and she pulled it together. But <laughs> yeah, I think kids, I would be like this, like, you know, they'd be like, just give me my name. Like, listen, she's created this person with him. I wouldn't completely like throw the whole style away. Like he can't wear it because he can't wear it. Well, he, you know, he's dressed up his other girl as her. But yeah. I mean, he can't, he can't do it. Nobody can do it like her. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would be like, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, but I'm keeping this. I'm keeping the bun. Okay. But but that's the thing. <laughs> if you're the trend setter, you have to evolve and you have to know when it's time to let that trend go. Yeah. Go because people get um slanted all the time. I don't even know if that's perfectly saying that, but people get like put down all the time when they wear an old style, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you're wearing on the red carpet a 2010 look. right right so you have to be on your game you have to be up on it so she's gonna have to reinvent herself I just thought it was really interesting because it's like dang girl you can't put your whole identity in that man so that's 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 the takeaway don't put your whole identity sorry (laughs) yeah like don't put your whole identity in the other person because you never know what's going to happen in life and you don't want to be like stuck out there all with it anyway moving on to the next topic um I know if you guys are in looking in the news now, um, there's been a huge talk about the formula shortage. And yeah. this is something that's really important for parents across America because um, you know, it's like you need to feed your baby. So right. if you can't have access to the formula, like what are you supposed to do um if you're not breastfeeding and in also a lot of breastfeeding moms supplement with formula. So it's not just affecting one group of people. It it affects everyone because, you know, some moms you go into it, like, like me, for instance, ideally I wanted to exclusively breastfeed, but my body was not producing enough milk to do that. So especially with, you know, the situation that we were given. So not having formula available is a huge deal um yeah so it's getting kind of scary out there with that yeah definitely super scary with that even um it's been I feel like stock has been low for a while and I feel like it's been low for a while but I feel like we're getting close to midterm so people are really amping it up as it it should have been amped up I feel like a long time ago because it's been low for a minute yeah it's been like a year yeah, the supply has been dwindling down. And then they had that huge recall last year with like most of the major formula brands um, were on that recall list. Apparently there's like one manufacturer. I mean, there's three. There's like three big manufacturing companies that um, host all of these brands. So that's why when one factory went down, a whole bunch of major brands went down because they're all under that same factory. Mm. So um, yeah, it's super scary. Of course, they're trying to fix the problem, but right. it's going to take some time. It was reported as of the, the first week of May that 40, 43% of supplies is out of stock. So yeah. now they're limiting the amount of formula that you're able to purchase at one time, which is good. But I just hope people don't do it like they get the toilet paper and like just buy up everything. And because we have to play fair because we want all these babies to be able to eat right um but yeah we just wanted to go ahead and mention that and mention some ways that if you are struggling with the formula shortage um 
it was mentioned that you can purchase through Amazon um, and you can change your location to Canada and purchase from Canada if need be. Um, but there's still a lot of stores that still have it. You just can't purchase as much in bulk as you would like to. But um, it was also reported that um, there's two, still two weeks to go until they're able to start producing again at a massive level. But it's still going to take six to eight weeks to get that on the shelves. So we're a little ways out from getting things kind of like back to quote unquote normal, but, um, you know, there's donor milk if you need to do that. And then also the Amazon, um, the Amazon way might be, um, good as well. I know this other girl, she already orders her formula from Germany because, um, it's cleaner. She did like a, like a lot of research on, um, the best formula that has a, the least amount of chemicals and toxins and like oh, lead wow. and things like that. And I think she orders hers from like Germany or somewhere. So, I mean, go online, you can pretty much ship from anywhere. It's more expensive, but um, yeah, so hopefully they can get that under control. Yeah, quickly. And something I've seen my community do is um, people sharing, like if they have uh, extra formula or if they just have because different people get formula from different places like their doctor's offices or this and that so I've been seeing in my community people uh giving away their formula that they have their excess formula so yeah I was just telling Nicole too before we got on I was saying how um with Bryson he was given a prescription before we left the hospital for formula um and they had a pretty big supply too. So I don't know if people know that, but if you have a preemie, um, you can talk to your doctor about getting you a prescription for formula and it's free y'all, but uh, <laughs> they'll deliver it right to your door. But of, of course they'll be affected by the um, supply being low as well. But that's just a little note in case you guys didn't know that as well. Nice. So moving on, on to our next topic. The honeypot situation. Yes, Kendra. Okay, so we were talking about it a little bit off um, off here, but what is going on with the honeypot? You were explaining it to me. Yeah. And we did listen to her response, but share what's going on. So honeypot is a brand um, of feminine products that can be found uh, Target. Um, I, I think it's in most major um, drugstores as well, but mainly Target. That's where I know to buy mine at is Target. I think right. they're in Walmart as well. But um, anyway, uh, the Honey Pot became big because it's black owned and it's like free of parabens, toxins. Um, it's you know pH balanced, um, plant based, like supposed to be like the cleanest products that are on the market. So. Right. And they're really great products, by the way. So a lot of people started gravitating towards it and the companies just got really huge, especially over the pandemic. However, recently consumers have found that the products no longer say free of parabens and zero dioxides and whatever else is on there. Mm-hmm. And so people were outraged. They're like, what's happening? Is it still going to be good for us? Did they sell the company? So rumors began to flare that the CEO sold the company 
and now the new owners of the company have put you know extra preservatives and they've kind of just ruined the product so these were what the rumors were going around so everyone was like enraged and they're like what is happening like we need to know what's going on because where are we supposed to go because you know um what we use on our body and you know things like that is very important and for a lot of people the honey pot was like a dream come true because they're allergic of certain things and you know it just finding a clean product in today's society is like you know a big deal so as we were preparing for the podcast we actually uh saw a post from the ceo and she clarified all of the rumors um so out of the words of her mouth the ceos of the honeypot's mouth she said that she is still the owner ceo operations director her her brother and her team are all still a part of the company it was never sold but they had some changes in the regulations so um think you know things that you have to report in the um in the ingredients changed so she kind of broke down and she it was kind of sad because she looked really sad and like depleted because you know all of these rumors are affecting her and her business and it's kind of tarnishing the name because these narratives are going around saying that you know she's a sellout basically like and she tricked her consumers and So what I do appreciate is that she took accountability, but what I don't like is that it's after the fact. (laughs) Right, right, right. So was she in her statement, she did take accountability and say that there was a lot of changes that had to be made and she should have reported these things to the consumers before they hit the shelves. But because of the supply shortage that's happening around America, not just with the formula, but with a lot of products um, um, production that, you know, their timeline got pushed up and they just didn't have time to put out the statement or whatever. But that's what she said. So, um, but she did clarify that it's still plant-based. It has less than 1% preservatives, which is why they had to change it to zero from zero. Um, They had to take the zero preservatives off of there because um, I guess in the regulations before, if it was less than 1%, it didn't have to be reported, but that has changed. So now they can't put that on the label because there are preservatives in it. It's just less than 1%. So basically what I gathered from it, the regulations changed. So she had to report different things, but she's still the owner. Um, the ingredients are still plant-based, clean, safe, and more effective it's still pH balanced. It's still plant um, plant derived. So this is what she reported. Um, it's 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 a lot. Let me let me let me let me just break this down right here. Truth be told, she got caught with her pants down because yeah. you were saying zero preservatives, and the whole time you knew it was less than one percentage preservatives right Mm -hmm. regulation change you got caught with your pants down two you if that stuff got label change 
you have time to create a quick yeah. Instagram reel of, hey guys, we're getting, we're, we're changing it up and making our product better. Right. And I would have, that should have been, even if, even if product was already on the shelf and guess what? It's already on the shelf. Yeah. Um, we, it should have been a priority and it was not. Yeah. It should have been a priority. And my thing is, I she's obviously running a multi-million dollar company. She's obviously busy. She obviously has too much of her company on her plate because if she was running her company, then it's a difference when you run your company and you're running your company while in your company. Mm-hmm. And if she was running her company, it probably would have got taken care of. But you can see from that video, she looked just so depleted, like overwhelmed and just yeah. exhausted. And three, anytime you're a black business owner, you just held to these such high expectations all the time. And that's what she said. She was like, I realized that we're held because I, I read a comment. My friend actually posted this. There was a comment where the person was saying like, thank you for explaining, but you still need to be held accountable for not voicing this to the consumers before they were put back on the shelves because if I go back if I go into the store to re-up on my product and I don't look at the changes and I'm allergic to something that was changed like who's you know who's who's going to be held responsible for that like so coming from a consumer standpoint I totally get it like yeah no you should have told this y'all could have put a little note on the front new changes or whatever like you know like they they couldn't do that because they couldn't do that because they were scared that that little change was going to change the consumer's behavior with the product and so and it had to do what other companies right they were trying to do what other companies do is sneak it under the rug yeah but as a black woman as a black owner you can't sneak nothing under the rug. You oh. have to be completely transparent at all times, especially uh, dealing with these people like Target because, you know, that, you know, I love Target, but I don't know. Actually, the CEO of Target seems really cool, but um, you just never know with these things, you know, like you just never, you just never know. And we don't know what her relationship is really like with, the targets and this and that but I think that she took a gamble Mm -hmm. and she lost because she her gamble was let's just wing it and see what happens yeah let's wing it they're not going to notice it because this is the thing if she would have said oh we now have added paraben we've now added the parabens to better uh uh less because she did break it down she did break it down in a good way that actually made a lot of sense um yeah but the thing is how would you actually create a video because we break it down so when I watched her explain it I was like okay so the product before that I used and that I loved I was possibly could get bacteria but now I can't like I think what she was saying too because I she even mentioned that too. She was like, it's not to say that the product that you had before was unsafe. It's every, in science, 
there's always ways to elevate and make things better. Right. So the product that you used before was absolutely safe and it did have less than 1% preservatives. It just didn't have to be reported according to the regulations. But now that the regulations have changed, that's it's still at less than 1%, but now it just has to be reported. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so then people are like, so how come how come the 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 bottle didn't say less than 1% of parabens. Because yeah, it wasn't right. required in the regulations because according to the regulations, less than 1% is zero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's what she was saying. She's going by the regulations. She's not going by, you know, because what she was saying was that these preservatives, what does preservative mean? To preserve. So if in order for a product to have shelf life, it has to have some type of preservatives. But she said that the preservatives that they use is purified water and essential oils that are have some type of whatever to make it protect you from bacteria, from, um, you guys have to go watch the video yourself. Right, right, right. And make your own, um, you know, create your own opinion on whether you want to continue using the products or not, or if you understand what she's saying or not. But from what I gathered, a lot of what she was saying made sense. I'm not a scientist, a chemist. I don't understand formulas in that way, but I'm pretty sure most of the products that we use, yeah, um, including Dove soap, got a little preservative in it. So <clears throat> I think it makes sense. I just think from a marketing standpoint, it's hard to go from zero to less to say you're zero to less than one and i think it's important what you just said too is like other companies do it all the time right all the time. She's a black owned company she's held to a different standard which is unfair to me i do feel like she can handle it better because the truth of the matter is it is if she's not what's the other brand uh she's not summer's eve summer's eve has been around for years so people are going to use that regardless of what it said they don't even read it okay right. but because she came out as a plant-based zero da da da, da people yeah. are holding her to that standard and, and so that's the problem she does have a responsibility to speak directly to the consumer but at right. the same time i myself yeah. would not be coming down this hard on her because we will go buy another product right that has changed their label because we don't care right we're not going to treat her we're not going to treat that big brand the same that way that we would treat her is what i'm saying there's a lot of right. stuff that people use on a daily basis they don't even read the back or stuff that they eat that they don't even read it and so i just feel like she deserves to have like a little bit of grace because this is it's still new to her and right. everybody makes mistakes. I do think it was a big, great mistake. <clears throat> and yeah. I think she learned a huge lesson in this because it almost cost her her company. And we don't know, it still might cost her her company. Yeah. But I think it is important to be upfront and be transparent about things. And I think she's learning that the hard way. But for me personally, I wouldn't completely like just damn right. her to hell because, uh, you know, so... I think I I and I I I completely agree with everything you just said. I just think the biggest mistake that she made 
was writing zero preservatives, she yeah. should have just said and then, natural. Let me correct that. It doesn't natural. say zero preservatives. It does not say zero preservatives. I don't know exactly. I think it says zero uh, parabens. It says zero parabens. And what she said was that the, pro the new product does not have parabens, but it has an alternative to parabens, mm. whatever that means. But um, this girl earlier had posted the um, the before, on. but yeah, she had posted what it said before and after, but it, it doesn't say zero preservatives. Um, but I also think uh, new levels, new devils, okay? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure, because... And, but that's that's something like watching her talk about that is on all that scrutiny just made my stomach go in a bunch because and that's why I'm so picky with St. Cole and for a long time I did not want to show my face with St. Cole or say that I was the owner or I didn't want to do anything and when the the um, Black Lives Matter movement happened I was really forced because a lot of people knew like my customers knew that I owned it. So, or some of my in-person customers knew that I owned it. So I was kind of forced to be like, okay, yeah, I'm black owned. But to be completely honest, I, for a long time hid that and didn't openly say I was the owner or this and that, because for the reasons of what Honey Pot is going through is just that high level of scrutiny if you mess up or this and that. And I was like, I need to learn and, and make sure that I'm doing, I got my, you know, I's dotted, my T's crossed, because it's just a certain level of just scrutiny that you go through, you know? Right. right. But yeah, we could talk about that forever. <laughs> so go and do your research yourself. Yeah. Um, we're just, you know, reporting it because yeah. it's a, a woman, a topic that's going on with women. And um, I think it's important to just always check your labels because yeah, for sure. change things all the time and if you're allergic to something yeah you should probably just make your own products because everybody okay. is sneaking in something okay these organic these organic labels are not really organic like you think you putting good stuff in your body unless you're growing it yourself you have no idea what's happening so okay i'm drinking water in it you ever look at your water and some of the water says it has um salt in it and you're like girl is that why i'm thirsty i'm drinking salt hey, why you put salt in my water <laughs> okay let's move on to our mama moments nicole what is your mama moment for this week oh my goodness i don't know if i shared this on here i hope i didn't but um my son at his school when they get certain things done or like if they're the fastest at like he's really into math so he always tries to be like the fastest at his math or they do a, a math bingo this and that well when you win you get to go in this treasure box and pick something out right mm -hmm. so I picked him up from school and he was like mom look 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 I got to go in the treasure box today and I picked out this water bottle just for Audrey oh I was like, oh my goodness. He's like, yeah, I worked really hard and I finally got these these certain checks and blah, 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 blah. And so I'm going to give, I picked out the treasure box. I've been like, he was like really like planned it out. And he was like, I'm going to give it to her. And so we go to her school. He's like, I have something for you. Um, I got you this water bottle. And she was like, oh, Austin, that is so nice. Thank you so much. 
they are too much. <laughs> oh my, he's like, yeah. So now you have a new water bottle and this is just you. And then I have my school water bottle too. And now we match. And then I was like, oh my goodness. It okay. was really cute. It was just like such a kind gesture because it's like he had to work to get that stuff. And then right. when it was his time to get something, he chose something for her, not like for himself. You right. Because so- he could have got a toy. Yeah. Such yeah. a big bro. Yeah. So what about you? What was your mama moment? Okay. So my mama moment was from this weekend. So Kendon knew we were getting ready for a party for his dad, but he was all excited. He, in his mind, he was attending the party. (laughs) And so I kept telling him like, it's just going to be for adults. Like there's not going to be any kids here, but he thought he was the exception. So we're getting ready on Saturday and I'm like, okay, but boys, you know, let's get up, get dressed. The housekeepers was coming. So I'm like, we got to get out the way. And he's like, where am I going? I was like, you're going to grandmommy's house. And he's like, what? Am I going to miss the party? And I'm like, yeah, remember I told you it's just for adults. And he's like, but are you going to have chocolate cake? And I'm like, no, you know, daddy doesn't like chocolate cake. And he's like, I just really want to have chocolate cake. And I'm like, well, there's not even going to be chocolate cake at the party. And he's like, well, who all is coming? And I'm like, dad's friends, like, you know, like going back and forth with a five-year-old, like, right. right. So I'm like, don't you want to go to grandmommy's house? You just asked me to go yesterday. He's like, yeah, I do. He's like, but I want to do both. Like, I want to go to the party and then I want to go to grandmommy's house. And I'm like, well, you know, both can't happen, buddy. Like, you know, you got to make a decision. And he's like, well, I guess I'll go to grandmommy's house. So I took him, you know, party, da, da, da. So when he gets home, he's like, so how was the party? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, who was here? So we told him all who came. And he's like, did anyone ask about me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so we're like, of course, everyone asked about you. You know, we told him where you were and everything. He's like, okay, well, did you guys have fun? And we're like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, did you save me any cake? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, this is not chocolate cake. I'm like, I told you, but. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I thought it was so cute that he asked, like, well, did anybody ask about me? I'm like, I kind of felt bad, but I'm like, you would not have had fun here anyway. Like, there's no kids. <laughs> you would have been, like, <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he, he loves to be in the mix, though. Bless his little heart. Oh, my goodness. He's so cute. Right. Okay, so now we're going to move into our main topic. And since summer is right around the corner, we decided to give you guys a little head start on your summer planning. We kind of talked about it a little bit before on our Hot Mama Summer episodes, but we just wanted to bring you guys our summer bucket list. So this is a kid-friendly bucket list that you can do with your children while they are out of school. We have some, we have found some really cool ideas. just by doing our little research on Pinterest and things like that. So we have found some really cool ideas that are both free and some that cost money. Cause you know, like during the summer, we're not going to spend a whole bunch of money because you want to do 
you want to have a lot of things to do to keep the kids busy and entertained and that they have a great summer, but you also don't want to break the bank. So I really like that the things that we are going to talk about today have a pretty good balance of the two. Right. Nicole, what's the first on your list? Okay, the first on my list, because I have just been researching like crazy, I found this really, really cool splash park uh, towards, um, uh, I guess I'm not going to say where, but I found this really cool splash park, and I'm really looking forward to going to it. It's not like a regular splash park where it's just like a pole and the water and stuff. It's like a boat and water slide thing, and it's just like a really just it's 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 giving a lot it's giving fun is it like one of those is it one of those free splash pads that are at yeah okay great yeah so it's a free one at a splash park and I like it because sometimes you feel like when you go to the pool it's just it's just a you know it's 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 crowded or it's just the safety especially with three kids going to a pool it's just it can be a lot yeah so I've actually never gone to a splash park before so it's definitely on my summer bucket list and they have some cool ones in um where we live actually there's like three in the area oh yeah so um we love a good little splash pad honey because yes just go out there put your water shoes on put you up there and let the kids have at it okay Uh definitely got the water shoes on yeah put your water shoes on you don't want them falling and then it's just nasty because you know yeah exactly what about you (laughs) um one of the things that I saw on the list that I really um like because my son he likes to cook and like make different things is to make homemade ice cream so there's a lot of different recipes um online you can make homemade ice cream or um popsicles like different little um cool treats that they can eat um and it's always cool to have them make it themselves um and there's a lot of like easy recipes online that you can find to make your own ice cream and then you can go outside and eat it nice I love I'm definitely doing that definitely the popsicles I don't know about the homemade ice cream I gotta figure out how is is that a lot of ingredients do you know um, I haven't made it in a while. There's very simple ways to make it now. I think before we use like rock salt and like a, a coffee can and like you have to put the ice yeah. on the bottom and roll it and all that. But now, um, I've seen it online where you can just get like cream, um, heavy cream and sugar and like some other stuff and mix it up and put it in a mold and put it in the freezer. So <clears throat> there's a lot of different recipes um, I would suggest going on Pinterest um, or Google, um, YouTube, things like that. And they have a lot of just put in like simple um, homemade ice cream, ice cream recipe. Okay. And next, something I do every summer is a science experiment mm-hmm. because it's just so fun. Yeah. Um, two summers ago we did the mentos and the coca-cola <coughs> bottles mm-hmm. and i think i'm gonna do that again this year because i don't think austin quite remembers i think he kind of remembers it but he was still kind of young and then audrey was a baby mm-hmm. but now that they're a little bigger i'm like i'm gonna do that again because even when austin was little he thought it was so cool yeah so definitely 
a fun science science experiment. Oh, you know what? Also, too, I want to do this summer is um when it's really hot and crack the egg on the oh on the side or the the asphalt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna try that. But then I'm scared that they're gonna be like, it's hot outside. Let's just go crack. I'm like, no, <laughs> put that back in the fridge. So definitely doing a science experiment. Yeah, for sure. last year we did. Me and Kendon did one with the rainbow where. You color like half of the um, the paper towel and you put, you know, you put all the colors on there, like line them up and then you put the half with the color in a cup of water and then the other half of the, um, the paper towel in another cup of water and the water, the, the somehow the water and the color transfers to the other side and it creates a rainbow. <gasps> It's oh a really goodness. cool experiment and you can literally watch it happen in real time. So um, that one was really cool. We could found that on Pinterest. Pinterest has like really fun, um, cool science experiments that don't cost no money. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try that one. I'm definitely, I'm going to add that to my list because yeah, that, that one was really fun. Another thing you can do um, is in your community where you live, a lot of times they send out like a community newsletter, or you can go to your nearest rec center or um, a community center to find it. And you can find a list of things that they're going to be doing over the summer in your, in your community. So whether it's the library, the library will do... Um, you know, different things for the kids, arts and crafts. They have um, story time. And most of the time during the summer, they will provide free lunch as well. So you can make a day out of it and go early at like nine, like 10, go to story time. Depending on your library, a lot of them have like play areas for the kids. And then they also serve lunch. Um, and another thing on the community tab, they will have like movies in the park, um, music in the park, like different things like that, that are like free or inexpensive for the community. So I highly suggest looking at like your community newsletter to see what's happening around. A lot of times they also offer like music classes, um, different sports and things like that that you can gym gymnastics things that you can participate in at a discounted rate if it's in your city so depending on where you live it depends on like how extensive the activities are but um, for most places at least the library and the um the movies in the park almost every neighborhood has that so yeah you know what I, um, I was upset about our community one is all the like the music stuff or like the extra curricular type of stuff for the summer it got real shallow like it was like not shallow but it got like not as many as it is during the school year I'm yeah. like wouldn't you put extra ones in the summer right <laughs> but anyway that's a personal problem <laughs> they also have like little like excuse me depending on the age of your child like summer school yeah. classes that yeah. you can um that you can do as well uh something that we already do but we're gonna spice it up for summer is we have family movie nights all the time mm -hmm. but my kids have really been wanting to do roasted s'mores yeah. but I don't feel like they're old enough to do the s'more thing like with yeah. the actual fire 
So for a well, movie that I they are. Huh? All you need is a real long uh hanger and they step back. You have to supervise them, obviously. But if you let them step back and put it in, you see a really long uh See, I'm hanger. not there. <laughs> Girl, you my anxiety will be out the roof. So I'm gonna do home s'mores, okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're gonna get the marshmallows, the chocolate, the graham cracker, and pop that sucker in the microwave. Uh-uh. I cannot. Yes. yes. <laughs> because you know, when you have that fire and you're at the beach and then the fires are blowing one way, right. blowing the other way. And that's the last thing. And then they'll be like, I'm cold. And <sighs> it's, it's already stressing you out, huh, friend? It's, yeah, it's stressing me out. It's stressing me out. <laughs> Uh, and so I'm like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yeah, yet. Maybe I, yeah, y'all just make homemade s'mores and make a little cookie or something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but they've never made s'mores and they've always wanted to like make the s'mores and do the marshmallow thing. So yeah, I can do homemade. Okay. That's fun too. Um, another thing that I saw, obviously a beach day, we live in Southern California, so we have beaches everywhere, but a nice little beach day would be fun. Um, I think it's cool too, with this list, you can just kind of like spread things out on the calendar. So you can have a pool day, a beach day, a picnic day, um, you know, things like that, that you can spread out on the calendar that you have like something to look forward to. Something that I really want to do as well. Um, Kendon is really into like tents and things like that. So he has oh, like, yeah. a tent in his room. Yeah. So I think it will be fun to do like camping, like in the backyard one night, set up like a little projector and like have- In the backyard? Girl, yeah. Oh, don't talk about me in my backyard and you don't want to roast a marshmallow. I, well, I grew up going camping. So I'm like- you know. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We don't have an RV. <laughs> we do not have an RV and we're not campers. I feel like the first time you go camping, you have to go with people that actually camp. Yeah, yeah, you do. Because I'm not going to set myself up for failure. I've been camping. I like camping actually, but I know that that's not something that our little family does. Now, if our other family members actually know how to camp, do it. Yeah do a little camping trip and we can tag along that's one thing yeah but you don't want to have to also buy all the stuff yeah you have to be well prepared like you have yeah. to my husband's family up north they camp a lot but you know we live down here but um yeah and they have rvs and like they got the tents with the, the uh three rooms in it and like yeah. They have all the camp gear, girl, child, we'll be lost out there, okay? <laughs> so we're going to do camping in the backyard, which is perfect for Kendon because Kendon don't like bugs. He going to be like, what is that? Like he, I feel like he's still too young to appreciate a good camping trip because yeah. he's going to be scared. Like we got to sleep out here. Like, no, I feel like he needs to get a little bit older yeah. to really appreciate like sleeping overnight in the woods but yeah. for now he probably ain't gonna even want to sleep outside for real in the backyard we're probably gonna be like okay mom let's go inside now <laughs> <laughs> All right, i'm just giving you a hard time I feel yeah you. no it's important to know your children okay i know <laughs> he's not gonna make it in the woods honey not without this, an rv 
there's a really cool camping spot um, on the way to San Diego. Uh-huh. I think it's on the way to San Diego. And um, it's off the cliff. And then you can, from your tent, you can look out and you can see the ocean and the tides. And you wake up and you hear the ocean. And it's like a camping ground, but some people have RVs, some people mm-hmm. have tents. And so there's options. You know what is fun though? Camping at the beach. Okay. I've never done that. And my husband was like, yeah, I used to camp at the beach. I'm like, how did you do that? What do you mean you camp at the beach? What is, we had an RV. What is that? So I, I don't know if people actually camp on the beach, but my aunt and uncle have an RV. So every 4th of July, they would take the RV out. You have to book your spot like months in advance. Oh. They would take the RV out and we'll spend the whole weekend camping out at the beach. And you just bring like your barbecue pit. And um, I would sleep out there maybe like one night, but um, yeah, the family would just come up for the day and then they have the fireworks for the 4th of July. And then it's just like a bunch of families out there in their RV. Like, it's really cool. Like you meet people, you know, walk around to each RV and stuff. It's really cool. So wait, you're not sleeping on the tent on the sand? No, we didn't. There's people that do do that, but we slept in the RV. Okay. your uh the beach is literally right here so you walk from your rv onto the sand oh wow okay i like that i like that a lot Mm -hmm. and then they have like you know they have the showers and stuff there like because you park on the side where the rvs are not on the side where the cars are oh got you got you got you yeah them showers be cold so um... right girl that's what i was like i was there for one night Like, I gotta go home and take a shower. Oh my gosh. Um, what else do we have on the list? Um this sounds oh, you know what? This summer I want to do is I've never taken the kids to a museum. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I've never taken them to a museum. So have you guys um, been to the children's museum, the La Harbor Children's Museum? No. Oh, they would love it. They would love okay, it. Okay, let me write that like, down. Yeah, La Harbor Children's Museum. Um, if you're in Southern California, it's really cool. Um, they they set up different themes um, depending on when you go, but they also it's kind of like pretend city type vibe, but so they have like real things where you can like you know pump pump gas in the car. They have a whole theater room where you can like dress up and go on stage. You can work the lights. They have the the um, the instruments. Then they have another room with like a carousel and a bus, and you can drive the bus. Oh, then wow. they have a whole room with like um, like animal life. And then they have a train. Like, it's really cool. There's like, there's different rooms that you can go to um, and see. So I really like the La Harbor Children's Museum. And then they have like Pretend City, like stuff like that too. But that one's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm definitely going to check that out. That one. And I wanted to go to the um, Tar Pits. Oh, yeah. The Tar Pits. You got the California Science Center. You have. LA has a ton of um, a ton of different museums. And then I'm not sure if they still do that now, but where they used to have like the different themes, like, you know, like a um, they had like the smiley face one. Oh. 
where you go and then there's like all these different rooms with different emojis and like ball pits that you can jump in oh, have like yeah. an ice cream theme and like you can swim in a pool of sprinkles like LA does a lot of different pop-ups like that um so yeah also I would recommend going on Eventbrite because yeah. you can kind of just see all the events that are happening and you can kind of type in what you want so if you want like family friendly or kids only or concerts or you know different things like that I know over here too where I live um the shopping center and in the summertime they do like a summer concert series so um they'll have like different cover bands out there and you can go and they'll have vendors and like you know fun fun summer nights that you can do um with the family so there's a lot of different things to do during the summertime. I think it's just cool to kind of like write them out because I know for me, even I'll like have all these plans in my head and then you blink your eye and the summer's over and you're like, dang, I didn't get to do half the things on my list. So uh, we're giving you guys these ideas now so you guys can start putting them on your calendar and start mapping them out so that you can get in a bunch of these things. I think another cool one, um, will be like a scavenger hunt mm. so kind of like create your own scavenger hunt with the kids um, going to the park and feeding the ducks um, going on a hike these are things that you can do for free depending on your neighborhood do a little lemonade stand <laughs> <laughs> you know the simple things in life I think sometimes you know we focus so much on doing these big extravagant things but something as simple as um, I remember was, I don't know if it was last summer, or the summer before last, um, we were hanging out with some of our friends and um, he brought out a kite. And, oh, yeah. And Kendon was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What is that? And so um, just flying a kite was like the highlight of the day, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. As simple as that um, can be really exciting and creating memories for you and the kids, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's crazy you said that because I feel like even with myself planning for summer, I'm like going to Disneyland, we're going to San Diego, but really there's all these other things in between that you can really pack your schedule with. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't forget to um, make sure that we are putting in those educational things as well, because you don't want your kids to fall behind or completely forget. So um, the library always does a summer reading list and um, you can sign up and you can kind of like read your books for the summer and mark them off and you can turn it back in and get like free books. So, um, you know, doing a summer reading with your kids making sure they're, if you have like small children still practicing their name um, and things like that. Um, It's so crazy. I was watching a show the other night and it was one of those crime shows, but it was so interesting that this little boy, I don't know if it gets too dark, just skip over (laughs) that part. But a tragic thing happened to him and he lost his parents and he was like four. I think he was like four. His parents passed away. He went his whole life never knowing what his parents' name was because he knew them as mommy and daddy. So when 
when the investigator was asking him questions, he had no information about who he was, who his parents were. They were just asking him over and over again, like all these questions and he had no answers. And he was just like, mommy and daddy, mommy and daddy. And finally they solved the case or whatever. And they were like, would you like to know what your parents' name were? And he was 30 something years old. Um, so I say that to say like when you're teaching your kids about different things like where they live their phone number make sure your children know your name like not just mommy and daddy but that they know your full name your phone number you know important information like that is as young as four years old I would say three when they can talk like teach them so that if they ever get lost they can tell the police who their parents are right so um i just think that's really important to mention um you know because (laughs) sneak that in in the summer (laughs) yeah for real put that in here because that's something that your that's something that your kids teacher is not going to teach them yeah during the summer, you are your child's teacher. So whatever you need them to learn, their address, their phone number, their first and last name, your first and last name, all those things are important for their safety. If something happens, they need to be able to, you know, communicate to the police who they are. Right, right. Um, So I think the summer is a good time to teach your kids what you want them to know. So even if it's like moral things or asking them questions about, you know, who they are, how they're feeling, what they've learned, like it's use it as a time to communicate with your kids and continue to get to know them. Like right. however young they are, like just use it as that personal time. <clears throat> of course, parents are still working during the summer. So it's not like you got all this free time to just be hanging out, but right. <clears throat> excuse me, I just say that to say, we have to make sure that we are um, using that time to teach them what we want them to know, too. Okay. <laughs> for sure. We thank you guys so much for listening to this thank episode. You. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod and are subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review. And don't forget, you can purchase your Somebody's Mama hat at somebody's mama podcast.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.